So you really take care of your women? Yeah, I like to buy them stuff and eat their stuff. That's all I like to do. And I'm a, I'm a Libra. I'm a pleaser. I like to make sure that they're very much satisfied. You gonna do what now? You gonna buy their stuff and eat their stuff? Did he say that? That's what I do. I'm a, I'm a pleaser. I, I'm down with the eating game. I'm sure you heard about that. Oh, I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, I'm down with the eating game and, and I'm not only the hair club president but I'm also a member so if I eat you out I, I don't mind if you eat me out. Oh that's a lot. You know some women are down with the Gucci crew they'll go far as the Gooch and that's as far as they go. But I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a very much wait a minute. You, I'll go down on my woman she don't have to go down on but me. But you want if if she go down on you if you go down on her she you want her to go down on you? No not necessarily. But, but you I, don't I, mind I, but she can she can't, but you don't mind. Do you, you want her to eat your b too? If, 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 if she don't mind. Oh. If she don't mind, I beg, I take sit down. Beg. always hitting record on faith that is going to capture everything the sounds is good y'all can hear me <laughs> i would hate to do this episode over again but oh hey you guys oh hey you guys what's going on um oh all is well so hold on so you know what i'm saying so i was chilling today right so Came from work and, um, you know, picked me up some Wendy's and came home or whatever like that. And so, uh, I was scrolling through Twitter and, um, I had saw a post from Club Lambda and that they were throwing a, like an all nude party. So I said it to my girls, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I sent it to my girl So we kind of have like a I have a group chat right now um, With some of my people And it's more of like the You know what I'm saying Whenever something's happening It's on one of those group chats And he's like yo what's happening today I got you Okay so we Something is always going on I'm a, This is where we provide that information And so I had sent it there And then it started a conversation About um, in particular, like STDs, STIs, um, and the function being a STD kind of situation. And, uh, um, and also brought up the conversation of how people, a lot of people out there, think and how they view an individual with you know who either 
has an STD or has had an STD, how they view individuals like that. Um, in the sense of like being not cleansy or not very clean or whatever like that that may potentially be. And I I had a moment of like, well, you know what I'm saying? I think that's a little absurd because there's this thing amongst the black gay or maybe just the gay men of the community when it comes to um, or maybe it's just this multiple different sides. I think that we I have to remember that we do live in a world where people do have different opinions and different ways of viewing things. And I can never take that away from them. What I do think that sometimes we find ourselves in debates or conversation with other people is the fact that there is a sense of um, shaming, uh, degrading when it comes to certain aspects of my community. And in particular, you know, when it comes to sex overall, sex, I think just being men, you know, men are very sexual beings. Um, and men fucking like to fuck throughout generations of the coming of the gay lifestyle and how it's viewed you know it's very hearty have a good time drugs good you know good music and sex right it's always just been about sex i always remembered you know growing up or even when i did start to engage in sexual activities that i when i got to college when i got to undergrad that it wasn't until then that i realized that you know you can kind of be friends with gay people like it wasn't just sex and i think that was a very much eye-opening moment for me i've always i think i've told this story before on the show or whatever like that but so it was definitely a very eye-opening moment because i didn't have gay friends growing up while i was coming out the person that i mostly consoled with was my favorite cousin and um we she she was the one i would talk to about like all my fantasies or all the things that i was doing and things of that nature right um and my cousin was living a straight lifestyle for the most part like you know her encounters were very of straight um encounters and so college showed me that like you can be friends with gay people like it's not just about sex <laughs> i don't know it was just weird it was just very eye-opening and i say that to say is that you know just thinking just knowing what the history of how gay men are viewed in particular um especially when it comes to partying is that you know sex is involved and throughout the years throughout the decades you know i always you know am very grateful for um our ancestors and all of our like brothers and sisters before us that had to deal with the 
the epidemic of, you know, HIV and AIDS um, back in the 80s and early 90s. Um, because where we are now when it comes to HIV and AIDS is completely different. And so I'm always grateful to know that I live in a society now where the concern of catching like HIV is no longer a worry for me as a gay man and coming through and, and come just like you know living life i remember like just going growing up going back to just like you know sex and things of that nature like i think when i think about you know coming out to my mom or wanting to come out to my mom and things of that nature or just like my mom processing the fact that i was gay i think a lot of that trauma from individuals from that generation was the fact of the 80s and 90s and what they saw with gay um, with gay men or in or you know the LGBT community and how they were passing away through HIV and AIDS and I think that a lot of our parents were traumatized by that and so they were traumatized by that and so they you know when it comes to us coming out or we telling them that we're gay it always seems to be in particular that there's this fear of us getting sick and dying and things of that nature and so being gay was always being identified with dying and i can say now living in this new century living in 2023 that i don't believe that i would hope either that generation or just upcoming generations understand that being gay is no longer affiliated with death um and so i'm always you know fucking grateful for that um to just like be able to just live life and not fear the thought of dying i mean <laughs> Now we're about to get deep. Okay, okay, we about to get deep, and so I, I'm just saying, and um, going back to that, you know, we have come a long way with like prep and things of that nature, but there's this still this lingering amongst the community, in particular, when it comes to um, STDs and HIV. Um, I think HIV is a little bit more. It's a little bit, little bit more, not as much talked about as it was in the past. Um, I think that um, even people in my generation who may um, uh, may have um, HIV or being undetectable, um, you know, I I'm curious also thinking of like their thoughts of, of it, especially as they navigate through it, where, you know, the lifestyle of HIV and, you know, in the community and there being options for people now when there may have not been options for them, you know, so it's just like this small shit like that. And um, STDs in particular is still something when it comes to when we talk about like men having sex and or like going to you know sex parties and so in particular with this is with this party at club lambda being a nude party it 
brings up this conversation of, you know, it's going to be a disease party almost like it's always there's always that that slight shade of it. And, you know, I just had to make some corrections like, you know, one thing in particular, I think one is health insurance. I think that we live in a world where healthcare is still an issue. People are still living in this country, in this world without health insurance or getting the need or the health that they need in order for them to be healthy. I think that's number one. I've seen firsthand what it means to not have health insurance and what that limits you from. And so that's just number one, right? Um, Having health insurance makes a lot of differences, right? Like in, in an individual life. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, to be quite honest, but that's how I really feel about it. Um, then there's like two. I think that um, people people still use condoms. People have a choice to use condoms. Um, the girls sometimes will shade the fact that the girls that are on prep are on prep because they are um, because they want to have sex unprotected which is this slight shade every time every time it's said like the girls know what I'm talking about <laughs> my girls <laughs> know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this whenever the girls say oh they only do that because they want to have sex raw it's just clear shade it's just clear shade to say to call someone you know a hoe or to call someone you know dirty and the fact that like yeah even though they fucking around even though they still on prep they still fucking around they still trash and i just never understood that i just always thought that was just weird um so i never really like when the girls do that um then there is you know three i think there's been a lot of progress when it comes to the what i would call the after pill for st stds and another grateful moment to know because people in the past have died from um syphilis and things of that nature um and to know that there are potential drugs that they're working on I am just now into this year coming into learning about this. Once again, I was telling them, it's like, we need to educate ourselves and each other when it comes to things like this. Like, it's literally almost becoming like word of mouth. No shade. Like, me learning about this drug has been word of mouth on different multiple occasions of this year. Not not sure how long this has been out or whatever like that. But what I can tell you is that, for example, I do plan on calling on my doctor for it. My doctor has never mentioned it to me. So I'm not really sure if it's like covered on insurance, like never. Um, just the fact that I am an active individual when it comes to sex. <laughs> I think sex is beautiful. So I was saying that too. I was like, I just think sex is just a beautiful thing. I think that 
people should not live in fear of sex because of the fact that they, you know, that they're fearing to they fear they fear that they will catch something. And, you know, and we've been living in that fear for ever, ever. I think a lot of us live in fear in different ways when it comes to sex. And for us gay men, it has always been catching HIV or contracting HIV um, or, you know, getting an STD. And I just I'm just just cannot wait to see the day when STDs are not what my words were like. It's not a big issue for the community anymore. Not to say that it will go away, but what I'm saying is not a big issue for the community. Probably will still be an issue like, you know, high blood pressure, you know, diabetes, all of those things. Like there are medications out there to control it and to help people with it. And I think that we should be at a better place when it comes to STDs um, and having control over that and being able to manage that. And so the after pill is coming. I compare it to how women, you know, can't wait to see it when it's on shelves and how women can you know go to a pharmacy or a cvs and get a you know after an after pill um you know i'm not sure if i think it's one day after or something like that um and be able to avoid being pregnant it's the same thing i think when we think about just gay men bitch i've been rambling (laughs) bitch i've been talking bitch I've been motherfucking talking. Um, and so, yeah, like, I I just want, I just hope that we can just get to a better place. Um, more sex positivity, more just, you know, awareness, more education, more access to health insurance, more access to care, universal health insurance, um, for everyone so that we can just all be happy and healthy because sex is a beautiful thing okay sex is a beautiful thing and i don't want to (laughs) stop i don't want to stop having sex (laughs) i don't want to have stop having sex so you know i'm saying we just need to figure it out the fuck (laughs) let's get this together So we can be happy and have good sex. Um, but yeah, you guys. So I was just sitting there and I was just thinking about that or whatever like that. So I was like, let me come and chop it up with the girls real quick. Because <laughs> I got something to, I got something to get off my chest. But I think I'm gonna leave y'all with that. Um y'all know how I feel, bitch. Um towards the end of the show. You know I gotta play my motherfucking song because when I was in my motherfucking taxi, I was like, yeah, this the one, this the one. I fuck with this one. It's very much giving repeat, repeat, repeat. So I hope you enjoy it. Until next time. Bye. Yeah.
niggas talk. How my demons look. Do not pass out. Yeah, hey, how my demons look? 